Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now in Ray's Juke Joint. The lights are on, drinks are flowing, and I'm here as always with my guy, Eric, and my girl, Elise. And this is a late night episode for us, um, you know, due to scheduling and uh, having to try and um, get this episode done for our listeners and for the guys that have come to uh, like our content and follow us and so on and so forth. We really, truly appreciate you uh, here at the Juke Joint and um, just want to say thank you. This is our third episode and we have a special guest tonight. Cannot wait until he joins us and uh, and uh, we look forward to you know keep continue to bring in great content to you guys um that tune in every week and listen to um the content that we try to make as entertaining as possible at least how you feeling tonight i'm good how are you i'm you know it's, it's i'm an old man but i i, I got <laughs> I, 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 I took one of the power naps so i think i'm good oh, now. not a power nap Oh. oh no! Yeah, you know, in the army, in the army, man, you gotta, you gotta know when to sleep and when, when you, when you can get it when you can, get it when you can. Yeah, I had to, I, I learned that. So, uh, Eric, how you feeling tonight? Good, good. Uh, we just finished spaces in the White Sox game, and they won tonight, so uh, everything's good. Everything's good. Yeah, and then you know, Elisa's friend Greg. You know, shout out to Greg, so we can get uh-huh. out the damn way. Uh, yeah, shout out to Greg. Yeah, shout, shout out to Greg. So, uh, yeah, you know, he brought in uh, another topic toward the end of the game when Liam is about to go out and shove and get us this win. He got his 100 saves tonight, which was pretty awesome. That was good to see. He was pretty happy about that. Um, but uh, but that's what it is. It's fun. It's fun to hear the scumbags doing what they do. Uh uh, Eric, how you how do you think they play tonight, and what's up with this losing the first game of the series type thing we keep going through? Yeah, I don't. I wish we could change that habit. I think it's uh, twelve and twenty-two now, so I think we're ten games under five hundred in the opening games of the series, which would make us twelve games over the rest of the series. But man, the first one. I don't know. It seems like we can never get over the hump. I mean, Quato uh, pitch a complete game. It might be the first complete game. I think it is for Sox all year. Only to four runs, but couldn't find it tonight. It was a. Uh, I mean, what what else can you say about Dylan Cease? I mean, he's just been dominant. He's breaking records that haven't been heard of since. You know, they lowered the mound of Bob Gibson in '68. You guys keep everybody keeps seeing the stats that are going on, and like every time we seem to be coming off a loss, he's been a stopper. And, uh, Eloy's homer was enough tonight, and uh, the bullpen. Uh, Graveman was a little rocky, but Kelly and Liam looked great, and they got it done. So, wins are wins at this point. Yeah, yeah, wins are wins. Yeah. And uh, I think that the guys are, are are starting to. I think the guys are. I don't even want to say starting. They've had it all along, but their 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 confidence and their swagger is there. When they and they, like yesterday, I think when they lost, it was kind of a letdown for them. So. Um, you know, they came right back tonight. They didn't have the bats, but their defense was good. And, you know, once again, we got Dylan Cease. Uh, Elise, how do you feel about Dylan, watching Dylan do his thing? Uh, he's insane. 
Like, I think it's the mustache. I think it's all in the mustache, if I'm being honest. Like, he looks like it's weird because I'm like, I'm not a fan of it. But, hey, it makes him a stone cold killer. So I say keep the mustache. Yeah, it's the power of the stash. It's like it's like Doc Holliday. It's the stash. Yes, it's like uh, um, uh, what was that other other cowboy that had the stash? Was it Wyatt Earp? Might have been Wyatt Earp. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I mean, the stash has a little little juice to it. Maybe maybe at least it's on. No. It. Yeah, maybe it's the stash. I'm pretty sure. I mean, because yeah, he's he's a he's a gunslinger. And he's up there dealing. And and what, what you like to say all the time, Eric, is that uh, he's no longer just a thrower. He's a pitcher. And he has that 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 slider. And that tell him about that slider, bro. Yeah, I mean it's insane. It's insane. Like you know, um, I don't know how it's going to go. Probably go up obviously tonight. I don't. He didn't give up a ton of hard contact again. But like, it might be the best pitch ball, best pitch in all of baseball. Uh, I know on Baseball Savant, it was a negative 29 run value, and that's, that stuff's just unheard of. Like, I think Corbin Burns is cutters in the 20s, maybe, but, like, there ain't too many pitches that ever make it there. What he's been able to do and change up his pitch mix, uh, his pitch mix a little bit, favoring the slider now more. He's throwing it more than he's throwing any other pitch. And he's got a couple different versions of it. He's got a strike one, a wipeout one. Like, He's just, they keep trying to stack left-handers against him, and it doesn't matter. They can't hit it either. So, like, I mean, he watching him run through the league at this point, it's been super impressive to see. It was something that uh, wasn't for sure that you, we were going to be able to count on, but, man, has it been welcomed. Right. It has been welcomed, and, and, the, Sox, and the Sox needed that. The, the Sox needed a pitcher uh, – to come in and um yeah I mean what if I mean what are you gonna say if you know if you tell me that Lynn and Geo coming into the season are two of the biggest struggling pitchers and you know they're struggling the most we probably would have said that maybe possibly we were in trouble yeah we'd have been we would have been a we'd have been a losing team and right. I would have right. said yeah we're, we're struggling we're gonna lose but you know here we are and we found Cueto you said a complete game you know what I'm saying yeah. so it's like you find Cueto you, you take him off with the the yeah, I can't even say it the scrap heap and if you people are laughing right. to say proverbial proverbial you know back right. ahead and laugh because I couldn't say it for real I really couldn't say it but um uh they they got him and he 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 doing he's doing his thing and uh, you know I, I mean I think Geo is figuring it out now you know he's had what some couple quality starts the last couple of times out so I think you know the pitching staff is where is what's going to carry us and that was kind of the argument we had with the scumbags and the, and the DM is the pitching staff is why we're here you know the bats haven't been there and you know that's 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 the reason why the White Sox are two games over 500 um, on August 5th. So, yeah, no, it's uh, been good to see, uh, you know, for sure. Having Eloy back is definitely helping a little bit. He's been able to supply some power. And the ERA, the last, I haven't updated it since Cueto and Ceases and Ceases starts, but I, the last 13 starts, the ERA is under 2 5 for sure for starting pitching. So, 
you put that with the bullpen that's getting healthy, you know, Vinny pitched his second rehab start down in Charlotte tonight, went two innings, didn't give up anything. Lopez is supposed to be pitching a simulation game here soon. And, uh, you know, he could possibly be back. We're looking at Monday and Tuesday and might have all the pieces back, but bummer. And we got some good news on him today that early September, he might be back. Like, I feel like momentum's on our side a little bit right now. And I hope we can capitalize on it. Yeah, it's all about Mojo. It's all about Mojo. And uh, speaking of Mojo, Elise, What's how up? about that Mojo today with the Chicago Bears and our oh my Justin Fields? Slice and dice. Man, he was cooking today. So that was good to see. I don't know. It's kind of weird, though, because, like, I don't know. Um, it's a new offense, so, you know, everyone's freaking out. Like, oh, my gosh. The offense ain't good. I'm like, yeah, give it time. You know, let it, let it, uh, let them get acclimated to each other. Let the receivers and quarterbacks get like get together and like really make a connection. So they was dealing today. So that was good to good to hear. Uh, excited for pre preseason start Saturday next Saturday. This is their first game. They play the Chiefs at home. So that'll be fun. We'll see. We'll get to see them in live game play. So that'll be fun. See what they can bring. See what the offensive line looks like. I think that's our biggest weakness, but we'll just have to wait and see at that point. And I wish I could, I wish, I, I, just a couple things. I, I wish that, yeah. I wish that I'll be able to sit and watch that game live, but I cannot miss my You got work? I got to work. I got to work. That so, game's at like, oh, it's at one o'clock. It's at noon. Noon here. So, yeah. yeah. So I can't, I cannot miss a Saturday for football. Like, hey, I'm going to miss Saturday. I can't miss Saturday in my profession. Everybody knows I'm a barber. I yeah, not yeah, you can't. Saturday. That's the best time to get money. Yeah. And, you ain't got a TV? I, no, you know, it's not even Uh-oh. about me and, and me making whatever. It's it, That's when I get the most teaching done when, you know, on the floor where I work with, with the students teaching them because we got so you'll many be, customers. So You'll be able to watch the week two game though. Yeah, for sure. But I, I'm definitely going. I, what I'm what I'm going to do is stay off of Twitter between the hours of, of, of twelve and five before I get home and uh, watch the game. Uh, fresh eyes. And, and, and matter of fact, I'm gonna leave the scumbag DMs and 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 not see what's happening. Oh, you're gonna have to mute them. I, I'm gonna have to mute them. I'm gonna have to mute yeah. them. Absolutely. Um, I haven't already. Those guys are crazy. I mute them now. Oh, like, man. I, I go in and check, but like I. I can't be getting 95 I had to mute them. Yeah, I had to mute them today. Like, okay. <laughs> they're, 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 they're some wild and crazy guys. They're, 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 they're just, they're passionate about what they talk about. And they've, they found themselves a nice little, a little community. And yeah. I love the fact that we, we, we have helped facilitate a little small community within White Sox Twitter, Bears Twitter, and, <laughs> and uh, uh, soon-to-be Bulls Twitter. So right. it's like, you know, you you just, it, it's fun to see people that don't even know each other grow and start to have a fondness for one another and look forward to the interaction every day. It's really good. And the crazy yeah. and the conversations are just crazy. Like, it, it really feels like it's a Jew joint because one minute we'll be talking about Greatest of all times. Would you rather have the Baltimore Orioles or the Colorado City Royals? And we'll start start, like comparing players. Next thing you know, we'll be like talking about how 
Dre was upset that his first kid was a girl and not a boy. Then we'll be talking about who the best Batman was. And then we'll go back to like baseball or football. And I'm just like, it's all over the place. It's fun. It's a good time. It's, it's good time. is a good time. And, 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 I, and that was, the, remember when we first started this thing and uh, I, I didn't even know, I, I wanted it to be something like that, but mostly for sports. But then when we first started talking about it, it was like, no, we really want a, 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 a sit around the bar type vibe where the conversation can go anywhere and it really just goes anywhere you know it, it, yeah it does and, and some and, and you would be shocked people you would be shocked people if you heard some of the things that some of these scumbags was just the things that come out of their mouths it's just uh. it's asinine yeah. You know, it's, it is you know so that's a little inside joke for people who don't know. Shout out to Aston Knight. Right. You know, my, it's my young guy. Um, yeah. But so no, Ray, how do you how, how do you feel about the Bears this season? Like, I mean, preseason, I mean, training camp wise. Like, how'd you think they did today? So I, today was was a rough day for me to keep up with it. But I saw one name over and over and over again. And that was Aston Brown. ESPN. And that makes me happy to well, see I'm... people talking about Equinemius St. Brown at his six four, six five. Help me out, at least. He's, he's uh six foot. He's six foot five. Six five frame, and I believe he runs like a four four or four five. He runs a four. He runs a four. Uh, I think he runs a four three. Four. Oh, well, you know what? If he if he's that and he runs a four. So think about it. I remember watching him at Notre Dame, and I was like. This kid is gonna be pretty special, right? Oh, and man. you know, he gets up there and he's in he's in squalor because he's got on that uniform that they north. Don't talk and, um, and then he has slackers. Like, and then he has like you know some some injuries and things of that nature. He finally gets yeah. a chance to shine. But like I said, I didn't get a chance to like really go and deep dive into some of the videos or anything because I had a lot going on today. But I, every time I would be scrolling, I would see Equinemius St. Brown. Equinemius St. Brown. Like, that's, wow. Like, that's because really he knows the thing? system. Yeah, he knows the system better than any receiver on the team. Like, he's been in that system for, like, ever. Yeah, so. You get that part, yeah. So, he, he, like, knows that system, like, at the back, of, by the back of his head. Like, he could probably do that in his sleep at this rate. Like, run the routes and everything. Uh, which is good for Justin, because he's a big body wide receiver, so... You know, that's a young quarterback's best friend. So excited for him. I always thought he had talent. I just think he never had an opportunity really yeah. to like prove his worth. So yeah, he'll get a fresh other, start here in Chicago. And the other thing, the other thing that that excited me, and I scrolled through and I saw it. Shout out to um Ill Will and uh Nez uh from Three Kings. Um I, but they, I saw the video that they retweeted, and the video basically was a caption, like eight seconds. But the eight seconds that it was was the eye formation being. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yes. "Holy shit! It is That's good. so good That's to see a quarterback yeah, under the center." And me and Roy were talking about that earlier. Right. And and he, and he tagged me in it. I was like, <laughs> like you get to see a, a, a quarterback under center, a fullback take a lead block, and he, and he throws the football in the gut of that running back, and he takes off. And it, it's, it's, it was just, oh my god, 
Man, it was yeah, the most that, beautiful thing I've watched I didn't, all day. I didn't, I didn't come here to run the I formation. Fuck you, no. Maggie. You <laughs> fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I, I, Did you guys oh, see God. that today? Like, I couldn't believe it on, you know, bear stuff or whatever, but I don't know who it was. I think it might have been. Maybe it's Mooney. Right? It was Mooney. Somebody, it was somebody Mooney. said that they didn't Go even ahead. practice scramble plays. They didn't practice. They did not, according to Darnell Mooney, Eric, thank you for that little nugget because let me, <laughs> you know what? But yeah. yes, according to uh, reports, and I didn't, re- I didn't hear the, or I didn't see the interview or whatever, but he has reportedly said that um, last year they did not practice scram- the scramble, not scramble drills when the pray. Well, yeah, I guess scramble drills. You know what I'm saying? The play breaks down. What do we do when the play breaks down? They don't. They didn't. They didn't practice it. The wide receivers had no clue what to do because it was not practice. Elise, how do you feel about that? Before I go on my fucking rant, <laughs> it's a bonehead. Um, it was kind of funny because, like, you look back on it, and everyone always asks, "Who's the worst coach, him or Mark Trest?" And I, I look at it this way: uh, it's definitely Matt Nagy. He didn't. Ha- he had no clue what he was doing. Mark Trestman was bad too, but he at least had a top three offense. <laughs> But you could argue Nagy took us to the playoffs twice. I don't know. It's a tie between them two. Them two were terrible. Um, I'm just not surprised at this rate. Like, at this rate, I think that players are more comfortable about coming out against, like, Nagy and everything now that he's not there. Um, But I don't know. That was just a that was a rough year. That's all I'm gonna say. That was a rough year. It seems like to me having one rookie quarterback, two an agile mobile quarterback, like not a strong offensive line, which I think you guys said last year wasn't a strong offensive line. Like how do you not practice something you know is gonna happen? So let me let me let me just let me let, let me let me let me comment. Just go ahead. And, and let me just before I get started on this rant, um, we are still waiting on our special guest um, to pop in for the episode. Um, we're looking forward for him coming in. So once he pops in, we're gonna go right into it because we don't wanna um, we don't wanna uh, take up too much of his time because um, he did uh, have a game today. So if you listen to the last episode, you know who it is, but we're still going to introduce him properly when he comes in. And uh, sure. there. So. Go ahead. <laughs> you you have got to be fucking kidding me that a, 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 a person who is charged with putting a team in the best position to win each and every freaking game didn't bother to practice something that would be a staple of his offense because of how bad his offensive line was and how bad his play calling was and how bad his um his uh his whatever you want to call it everything that this man did lends to fucking scrambling because he had no clue on what he was doing he was he, he was so blinded about his freaking mad room in the basement of his house with these uh, plays all over the thing, the padded fucking room with papers <laughs> that he had 
that he he lost sight of like how to do anything other than his system and he gave a damn about nobody else and and, and, what, and what nobody else cared about his his coaches probably was like hey coach it's not working it's gonna fucking work hey coach you can't run that plate it's gonna work hey uh hey coach if you run it to the left side we're going right like this fucking guy all year set this young man up for failure that quarterback he did it with he, and, and, and and once again Mitch Mitch came out and said you know how he thought yeah. about it and I'm not gonna go to yeah, uh-huh. Mitch but I Mitch I, you know I, I haven't said too much bad about Mitch at all I haven't I liked Mitch to be you honest know? but at the same time Mitch was set up mm-hmm. to fail too because of this fucking yep. hat that we had you know as a mm-hmm. quarterback you know I mean as a not a quarterback as you were uh a coach. A, a coach. So, so no. Whew. Thank you for letting me get that out. Darnell, <laughs> it, it just seems the more these players speak about last year and what they didn't get from coaching, that you got players that say, is, hey, we were not coached last year. We were not coached. It's like, it's like night and day now. Like the reports it's I see, day. it's like night and day. Uh, at least, how about the fact? How about the fact that Coach Everflus or Eberflus is Eber is Eber, right? Eber. Yeah, Eber. Like, Coach Eberflus is bringing in some of the greatest bears to talk to these guys and help them. He had, he had, you know, the nineteen twenty football drive came on, and he had yeah. um, a Charles Tillman. You know, Tillman. But yeah. then they didn't show it on there. But come to find out, he took a few of the players to the field and taught them the peanut punch. Like, why would Nagy never do that? You idiot. You idiot. There's, there's some, to me, outside looking in, yeah. there's some kind of deep, deep, like, every play uh, I call, we would never need to scramble. I don't need any help from the old Bears players. I, everything's gonna work the way that I want it to work. You know, like, there's no yeah. backup plan. There's no respect of the old Bears culture. Like, there's none of that. You can tell from what you guys have been teaching me that the new coach is trying to respect the old Bears culture and trying to make changes. Hey, yeah. so, absolutely. So, so real quick, we got we got our special guest. He is yeah. here. We're hoping to 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 make sure we we're, we're we're doing we're trying to do this in one take where I ain't got to do a whole lot of editing. So. I'm hoping that Taylor can hear me. He can hear us, and and uh, I'm about to bring him on. Give me one second, Taylor. Um, uh, man, let me see. Where is it? I'm tripping. Okay, so Taylor Broadway, welcome. Can you hear me? Oh, so we, we can. can. We can. We can, buddy. Looking right, good. Yeah. Looking good. How you doing, young man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. So if everybody doesn't know, Taylor Broadway was the closer for the Ole Miss Rebels. The NCAA champion Ole Miss Rebels. But you wasn't on that team, were you, Taylor? I was not. I was but it not. doesn't matter. Played with, yes, played with many guys. Those are your guys. Team. Yes, super happy for them. I mean, obviously, just to rep Ole Miss still to this day you know it's a cool feeling and taylor was a sixth round pick last year in the 2021 draft for the our chicago white Sox. and you pitched today didn't you i did i did that's what's up 
How you feel? How your arm feeling right now? It feels good. I usually don't get too sore till about the next day, so I feel like I could throw more right now, actually, but uh, probably wouldn't be too smart. Yeah, you went a little longer than normal, two and change. Tonight, I did. Right? I did. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. We had a. We were in an interesting situation. Didn't have many. Didn't have many arms today, so got a little extended, and I'll have probably some good rest for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna guess probably not see it till Tuesday, right? Tuesday or Wednesday, yeah, maybe. Something, probably something like that. But no, a good one tonight. I mean, gave up a couple runs, but some strikeouts, and you know, that's how it happens. Sometimes the box score doesn't always tell you the story, right? Sure. I tell you what, the strikeout numbers are pretty impressive, man. You've been piling them up lately. Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing. Obviously, just the one knock is some of the, you know, the, the hits I, I've given up. And, you know, we're just going to continue working and hopefully minimize those, but keep attacking people at the same time, you know? Yeah, man. Well, I tell you what, I, uh, thanks a ton for joining us. I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, let's, let's rattle through. So, like, uh, Ray already hinted at it, but, like, Old Miss, right? won a title. I know you were in Oxford for some of it. I know uh, your girlfriend's still, I believe, going to school there, right? Uh, yes. All that stuff. So, like, what was it like seeing your teammates, having her come to Omaha to my neck of the woods to watch the games and to do all that stuff? And one thing, too, I don't want to take too much away from the team that Taylor was on. I believe they were one game from making a college World series. And, uh, we were. That's correct. <laughs> Actually, were one uh, game. I think Arizona got them, I think. It was. Right. Funny story. The... Um, Vince Vanelli, who just got called up to double A and through tonight actually too after me he was on that Arizona team that beat us and he closed out that game to huh. take them to Omaha so funny little backstory of us being teammates now so sure. but I mean man just I went to Oxford one time and that was when they were playing Arkansas in Omaha it was the game to get to the finals I believe it was a game to get to the finals and that's when Delusia went complete game yes um you know I went to a local place that I love to go to and I'll tell you what the town there wasn't many people in the town obviously a lot in Omaha but there was a good you could feel the buzz in the town you know just that different feeling you know excitement like people just having a great time i mean just a whole community pulling for one team and it, i mean to see it from like the other side of you know because i was always you know my last two, three years playing there i didn't get to see that side of like when we're playing what the town looks like whether that's the bars the restaurants what that looks like them supporting us so then to like be a year out and then come see that and watch people guys I played with at the biggest stage and see the support they had it was like kind of it was surreal that like at one point I was in that position you know and then people were rooting for me on a tv screen you know and, sure. and thro throwing their drinks in the air you know <laughs> absolutely so if you're dealing with old Miss fans you're probably going to get a lot of drinks thrown in the air <laughs> right right a lot of home runs they like their home runs yeah them rebels, <laughs> them rebels. uh are, are, are some passionate fans down there. Correct. Yeah, so um, can you can you tell us a little bit about the draft process? So after you finished your your um, your college years, did you have a feel on 
um, you know, how the draft is going to go, like house visits or where they're like camps for like future camps or whatever. What is going on before the draft? So personally, I didn't really do any, I guess, you know, there's some pre-draft workouts guys will do at, at ballparks or with certain clubs. I didn't have any of those just, you know, after the, I had meetings meeting up, leading up to that. And honestly, there was no, with coming off the pandemic, so, you know, just a year out or however long that was, everything was what we're doing now. It was on Zoom. So I was meeting with people sort of like this. Um, and then, you know, the season ended. I got, it's about a month until the draft happens now with the draft being, has now been pushed back. So I just, you know, stayed in Oxford, um, worked out with some of the other guys for a little while, um, met some of the new incoming players for Ole Miss that were coming in to be freshmen this past year. And then, you know, when the draft happened, I, I mean, I had somewhat of a idea, but not really, you know, I mean, um, anything can happen, obviously, on draft. On not only day one, obviously, with it just the first round, but obviously I, I knew I wasn't going to be a day one guy, but just knowing how crazy, you know, all three days are, but when day two and day three come around, who knows what can happen. So I ended up actually going home, spending time with my family, and then not no real draft party or anything like that. We just, hey, we, on, so I ended up going on day two, and we just, we just kind of enjoyed our time with each other, you know, ate some lunch, and then I remember the funny story. So I remember it was after the fifth round. There was a there was a uh, fifteen minute in, like inter inter uh, break or like intermission, and I that fifteen minutes felt like an hour. You know, I'm 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 getting some I'm getting some calls. Yeah, I'm sitting there. We're just we're watching the clock just go down, and a minute goes by. It feels like twenty minutes, right? Right. And, so I know I'm getting a little antsy, obviously, and finally I think, go like right when the intermission's about to be done, I get a call from the White Sox, and they were like, "Hey, you know, we this, this, and this. Are you gonna, you know, you want it?" Like, and I'm just like, you know, heck yeah, I want, I want to just give me an opportunity, give me a chance. Like, you know, I, this is all I've ever wanted, and so then they were about, I want to say like somewhere in the 20th pick of that round was when they were was what their pick was and it got to about you know let's say they were the 22nd pick it got to the 20th pick and I saw it on the board they're about to come up and sure enough they called me again they were like you know we're about to put your name in this and that like are you for sure you know they just want to make sure you know obviously you're gonna you're, sign uh, right like, want to make right, sure you're gonna right. sign right exactly that's you yeah. know that's their biggest thing you know and that's you know one of the questions they always ask is, especially with you know being a senior sign so um and sure enough the the um whatever that pick was came around and saw my name pop up on the board and just got to you know mom videotaped it and stuff like that and give them hugs and I mean just a really cool feeling with you know how long of you know my baseball career has been and, and the crazy ups and downs and, and just all becoming like 
in my dream coming true, you know, at that moment was, you know, obviously a world of, of feelings and emotions, but yeah. a culmination of all your hard work. Right. Correct. Correct. It had to be like a little surreal, right? So like you miss the college world series as a senior, as their closer by one game, season's over. And all of a sudden, like a month later, whole new life, realize your dream, professional ball player, like it had to be quite the emotional roller coaster there. A hundred percent. Now I won't lie to you. I mean, I was I wore it on my sleeve for a little bit after losing and, and not making it to Omaha. We wanted to do that. I mean, I we wanted to get there so bad and, and you know, guys like me, Doug, even Tim being an older guy, I mean Kevin Graham, uh Gunnar Hogland who even what had Tommy John that year just like those guys wanted to you know not only take that team but for coach B and sadly we came up a little bit short so I mean it hurt for a while but then you know and and sitting on it for a month but then once that happened it's just like you're so thankful for the time you had and for that opportunity giving you this opportunity you know love it I love That's it. Awesome. I, I'm so awesome. I, I'm, I'm I can tell that the emotion and the feeling that you have when you, I, it's kind of it's kind of like I'm sitting on the couch, like a, you know, when the people say, I, I want to be a fly on the wall, you're giving me a glimpse of how it was when you got drafted with your family. Right. So I can still right. tell it, it still feels like, man, that was just like a, a big moment for you. At least you got something for Taylor? Yeah, yeah so and, like. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, so I was gonna say, so like after you like get drafted, like what is like, what do you go through? Like, do you stop like do you go to Birmingham first or like what's like the experience like after getting drafted yeah so I got drafted and I think if I can remember it was the 11th to the 13th I think was the draft and I think by the 19th so I, I guess what the White Sox have started to choose, chosen to do last year, I believe was the first year, is they send the draft guys out to Birmingham, which currently where I'm at now. And just not only, I think not only just to let them get their feet wet, but show them a place that's they can look forward to, to you know, one day playing at and, and, but as well as like kind of not secluding them, but like letting them get their feet wet and not feel maybe so overwhelmed right away. And it's kind of just, oh, we have, if you're with all the draft guys who have a, somewhat a lot in common and can, can get to know each other before just getting thrown into the fire. And you get to meet all the, co- like most of the coaches, the, you know, the coordinators, this and that, and basically just go through your typical practice workouts, throw, BP, um, fundamental defense, stuff like that. And it's just, I think it's a cool thing for them to do. And it's not only that, like this year, I, Tim Elko, who got picked by the White Sox, and Drew McDaniel, who was a pitcher at Ole Miss, free agent signed with the White Sox, they were here. And when we got back from a road trip, they were still here. And I got to, go out to dinner with them and so it's just a cool you know cool thing to do and I mean I think it's a it, for me it was a cool experience because I mean 
obviously one day I was, I was like, well, one day I want to be here, you know, yeah. playing double A baseball. And, and, and I think it's part, obviously partly what they want you to think and want you to feel, you know? Sure. I mean, that had to be super cool. I have two former teammates, you know, now that you're in the double A and have them be right there. I'm sure they had a million questions on what's going to happen next for them and all that fun stuff. A hundred percent. And I mean, which was, you know, great for, for them and for me just to, you know, lay it down for them and, you know, instill some, you know, that's belief and, and just, you know, it, it can happen, you know? Sure. No, I mean, that's awesome. And, uh, Let's talk about it. You started. Let's talk a little bit about your journey. So, like, you've been through all three of the five stages now, right? You've done the Winston-Salem. You've done uh, Kannapolis first, I guess, and then Winston-Salem, I believe, last year. And then this year, you started back in Winston-Salem, but then it's very short. What, like a month? Six weeks? Like, like a, a week and a half. It wasn't much. It wasn't much. And you're like, no. hey, by the way, I'm getting promoted. Yeah. And that was oh, awesome. A week and a half. They're like, hey, yeah, you went right to double A, okay. you know, whatever. So, yeah. like, talk about the different levels and what the organizations are like and the, the global competition and stuff, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. I mean, so I can kind of give you a little rundown. So, we finished the, the, the camp in Birmingham and go out to Arizona. Um, do a couple live outings, like just live ABs, kind of getting back into it. Because obviously this is a month after I've been out of competition. I mean, I still was throwing during that month, but obviously I want you to build back up a little bit. So then I believe I was in Arizona for about a week and I got, or maybe two weeks, and I got a couple live outings and then threw in like a, the rookie league games, the ACL games, threw in one of those and then Sure enough, uh, it was like the Sunday off day. They called me and they, you know, you're you're heading up to to um, Kannapolis. So I go to Kannapolis and you know, just I mean, a cool feeling to. I mean, Arizona is awesome and all, but just a cool feeling to like find you know that's the big like getting off to affiliated ball and just like, I mean, you know, there's obviously it's you're back into competition in Arizona, but just, you know, moving on to that next level, it's always going to be a cool feeling. And so I go out there, Kannapolis. I mean, it's like, it's a brand new ballpark out there um, in Kannapolis. It's a cool stadium, small, small town city, but like we're right there. And luckily stayed within walking distance of, of the ballpark. So I walk to the ballpark every day um, and pitch there for, Maybe a, I think it was two weeks, something like that. And so this is like heading into the back end of August now, almost. Yeah, or like middle of August, and then get a get a get the nod that I was heading off to Winston Salem, and go off to Winston Salem, finish finish there, and just kind of rode the high of you know the season I had in, at Ole Miss, and and did really well. And and I mean, like yeah, I think there. Personally, I felt like, you know, I know we've talked about this, but felt a pretty decent sized jump from low A to high A. Just, I mean, there's going to be a jump everywhere, but, you know, the biggest gap was low A to high A. And I just think like the approach of hitters and, and this and that, and now getting to double A, it's just, it's even next level. Like, you know, it's funny. They say, if you can pitch in double A, you can pretty much be close to pitching the big leagues. And sure. so that's kind of the... I guess what they say the the 
the question mark is like can, if you can do it then you should be able to do it you know two levels from now so well, i don't i mean stroke i mean i struggled to start here in double a which is gonna happen and but really have just i think like the biggest thing is just i've learned so much since i've gotten here i've I'm a far better pitcher than I was when I was at Ole Miss in just the year. And personally, I'll tell you that right now. I mean, if if I was anything like this last year at Ole Miss, I might have never gave up a run. I don't know. If I don't know if you know White Sox history or anything like that, I don't know if you know, but there was a closer, one of the best closers ever in history of the in the history of the organization. He got called up from Double A in the city. He was like, "Who the fuck is this guy? Who is Bobby Ooh. James?" Oh, uh, like for real, from Double A. He came from Double A. He came from Double A. They called him up yeah. from Double A, and everybody freaked out. Who? Is, why would they call a kid from Double A? Double A. And then next thing you know, he's dropping hammers. Pow! Gets it out. Pow! He gone. Pow! He gone. It's like whoa. Next thing you know, yeah. we're we're just. Bobby Jake's fan, so it, you're absolutely right. I believe that if you can't hit pitching in Double A, you can pitch in the majors, man. That's just yeah. a, a little little nugget of White Sox history. Maybe you know, as a closer or as someone is expiring to continue to be that kind of relief pitcher or a closer, it could happen because they definitely called Bobby and he he won us a World Series, brother. So. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, that's 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 what you you know hope and dream and wish for. Yeah, so like Taylor, like we got a regular follower and a friend of ours, King Mac, and he wouldn't let me off the hook if I didn't ask you. And I already know your answer, but I want you to talk about it. Like, you want to be a closer. Like, that's what you want to be. You want 100%. the ball. You want to be the bottom of the ninth. You don't care what level, what deal. Can you talk a little bit about that mentality and what that's like and having I, that killer instinct? Before I say anything, I will say, at the same time, I will pitch in whatever role they give me if I if I can pitch in, if if they're gonna let me pitch in the big leagues. Sure, of course. Right, of course, absolutely. Of course I wanna, right, right. of course I would love to be, you know, uh, would love to be a closer, but just personally, like coming into to, to situations like, you know, the nut crunching time is personally what I've what I've fed off of what I I still feed off of I mean came into a first and third inning first and third situation tonight and punched out the guy to get out of the inning you know it's just like it, for some reason I'm you know I live off that I feed off that and it, it makes me better um in front of 10,000 fans at Ole Miss you know bases loaded two outs two strikes and punching out the guy there's no better feeling I mean that's what to win the ball game and 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 hearing the roar you know that's sure. that's it's the best feeling ever I mean barring but at the same time I mean like I say wherever I can whatever my role is as long as I pitch in the big leagues yeah oh you're always gonna take it in the back of your mind you're always gonna want to try to get to the back and, end well, right and personally that's one thing I've had to figure out at the same time is you know I haven't necessarily closed out games much here in, in Double A, but it's it's even if I'm coming in in the sixth inning, it's still I, I've had to figure out a way to trigger that to where I feel like I'm in that situation, or whether that's in my mindset or 
or the intent that I throw the ball in the bullpen as if I'm going in in the ninth inning because obviously that's what makes me better. That's how I perform. That's how I excel. And so that's one thing I've kind of I've figured out when I got in here, not only struggling at the beginning, but is, is turning on that switch. Like, even though this is the sixth inning and this is kind of like those lull innings, I've got to act like it's the ninth inning with you know, a two-run two run lead, you know. Yeah, and you want to be that guy, right? You want to be that bullpen guy that the coaches know it, that if it is first and third, they can go grab you. You're all right. Like, give me the ball. I don't, care. I don't need a pin inning. Like, I'll come I'll come get us out of this, you know? And I'm going to go right at that guy. Yeah, I'm going to go right at him. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Ray, man, what you got? Yeah, so um, in the offseason, in the offseason, like what do you, what do you as a as a as a pitcher with the mentality that you have, and you wanna you wanna have the best stuff? What are you working on uh, in the off season? Like, is it more core? Is it more arm strength? What 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 you, what you doing? Yeah, so I think one one thing I personally have worked on or have been told to work on is is my one is one obviously strength, and, and that's you know probably anybody's going to say that but another thing is mobility um you know you see some of these guys that the way they move on the mound and that's what makes them so good you know the the glass nows i mean liam hendricks like the way he moves on the mound his mechanics um i mean dylan cease you know guys like that And, and and that comes that comes into not only maybe throwing harder throwing throwing better pitches but as well as staying healthy so working on that and then that's in the strength and conditioning you know side and then with pitching is just you know one thing you know I went to instructs last year is just fine-tuning pitches I mean any way I can make them better I mean I fine-tuned my curveball a little bit this year from from last year and has made huge strides I I fine-tuned my slider and you know, I learned that at Instructs and then just carried that on into the offseason once I'm by myself or, you know, with some of the other guys at Ole Miss. And not only – another thing is, like, just being able – I was at Ole Miss last year for the offseason and just being able to be there. I mean, I don't know if you all have seen the facilities, but we have an incredible indoor facility there. And also being around other guys that are in the same position as me, guys that played before I was at Ole Miss that are still in pro ball – and you know just being around them it helps in so many ways just because obviously we all want to be better and and we feed off of that just to you know getting there every day even when sometimes you might not want to you know get under the get under the squat rack and and you know and get after it but you know having guys like that around you is is huge yeah that's awesome that they you know welcome you guys all back there right everybody 100 percent. yeah that's great that's great. coach b loves that i mean not only i mean even when i was at ole miss you know seeing those guys come back and just being like wow like they were once here and and now they're around them you know coach b loves them being around us loves us now being around them and and whether they have questions or just being there and just kind of you know, showing them you know what can happen in the future. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, I love it. At least you got something else for uh, for Taylor. Yeah. So, like, what are game days like? Like, what's your routine? Like, what do you do? Like, the meetings and everything. How do you prep for like a game during the season? Okay, so 
I'll run you through a day. I kind of normal day like today when I was let's say when I was hot and I you know had a good feeling I was going to throw today. I come to the field around grab or grab some food obviously around noon. Come to the field maybe it's about one o'clock. Just kind of you know get changed and do my normal stretching, rolling out, um, just getting the body going, getting ready to you know for the game which is in five hours or whatever and then usually we'll have some sort of like we we have like a um, movement prep routine that we kind of do so that kind of just primes your your body and stuff to get ready and then we then we'll have probably we usually have stretch around three o'clock or so and we'll go out there do another kind of just still like an agility routine with the, with the strength conditioning coach, then play catch, and then usually have BP after that. And then once we come in, it's pretty much we eat a pregame meal, and then you're kind of getting showered. And then for me, I get showered, I uh, get changed, and then I'll maybe do a little more movement stuff in the training room. I mean, in the, not in the training room, in the uh, weight room, and then get my jersey on and, and head out there and Uh, I mean, we don't really do too many, like, meetings necessarily. We have a book that kind of has the scouting report on each each hitter. And personally, I look at the – I'll get out in the bullpen, and then I'll look at the scouting report. Um, I actually use – if you're ever watching the live feed, I actually have a little piece of paper where I write my own notes and – just I'll write the lineup for that day and then I'll just write you know the weaknesses of that hitter to the strengths of me as a pitcher I like just you know that's one thing I kind of like is it's not like we're doing a meeting where there's so many different pitchers right there's so many sure. different sure. there's you know you got lefties you've got righties you've got guys that throw sinkers you've got guys that throw four seams you've got guys that throw curveballs, changeups, whatever, you know, there's all kinds of pitchers. So we're not really, like, we don't really do a meeting where, you know, because it can be, a meeting can kind of just be tailored to only one certain pitcher, you know? Right. right. So I look at this book and and it kind of has just some heat maps and stuff like that. And then I just write some notes and, and sometimes, and I'll look at that as the, as the game's going on while our pitcher, our starters in the game, and then when I'm in the game, I'll sometimes in between hitters glance at it. Um, when I know I'm about to go in the game, I'll know like, okay, these guys are due up while I'm warming up. And I just kind of know the game plan of like this guy, you know, two strikes with this guy, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. I mean, I try not to get too caught up in that, but it's definitely something that has helped me and is definitely not only the mindset, but helps me feel more confident that like I'm prepared. And then just oh, you're kind of mapping, yeah. So that's awesome. So you're kind of mapping out your performance before, like, you even get out there. Like, if I draw right. this guy here, I know where I'm going here. If I draw this guy, this is what I'm gonna think I'm gonna do in this situation. You've already played right. it out before you even get on the mound, right? And then at the same time, is reading how the hitter's reacting during that at bat because it could be different, right? You know, right. that guy could be, guy could be really you know 
uh, what am I trying to say, leaning at your slider, this and that. So now we need to go fastball in. Maybe, you know, he was expecting spin, this and that. I mean, just obviously the game within the game. And, but it's still a, That's it's still a like, blueprint. Right yes. 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 You can, you know, numbers can be good and they can be bad. I mean, numbers can help you and they can hurt you if you're, you know, you got to find the right, the middle of, okay, this is my game plan, but at the same time, I have to be able to deviate off that game plan and possibly go to something. Also, if my sliders didn't feel great that day, well, yeah, this guy might be bad against sliders, but if I don't feel great against that, I got to get him out with another pitch. Right. Man, I mean, this is just... This is gold hair because, I mean, as you know, this is playing poker to me. Because, like, let's say you got a guy right. that you, you got, you got a guy that you know is dead red. You know he's looking dead red. And you're like, he don't think I'm going to throw him dead red. But guess what? Here it is. Because, like, he's, right. you think he's looking slider. Like, you almost go opposite of the book at times or whatever the case, whatever you're feeling. Right. And you, and you freeze him. You yeah. Know? Yeah. They're right. just standing there looking like, I can't believe he challenged me right there. I thought uh, for sure he was coming, right. you know, slider right off the bat. That's cool. Right. I like, I like I like to say you make him make I like I like to say you make him take a piss, like <laughs> you just he just stands there. That's the best feeling. Up. Yeah, it's just like oh, what the fuck was that? Yeah, like right. He just really throw that pitch. He looks at you and you're just like mother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel it like yeah, uh huh, yeah. Right. That's 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 awesome. That's a, I, I I could imagine that feeling of knowing I just got. Like you know that that feeling when you hit them with that third strike and they walk away, what's that feel like, Taylor? I I don't know if it's I personally I think I don't know if it's better whenever they freeze them or when I just like blow their doors off with a fastball. Like that is one of my favorite you know just feelings. I mean, obviously throwing a fastball by somebody just you know you feel like the biggest you know baddest man on the planet. But, you know, I mean, the guy, I, I just, I love striking people out, you know. Did you, did you, did you see, uh, how often do you get to watch the White Sox? Like, the I mean, we, it's on, it's on, if it's a day game, it's on in our clubhouse, which is, I, I love. I mean, we, we, I mean, we're obviously rooting for them. I mean, right. And we're watching, you know, one day I, we want to be there. And so, I mean, the day games, they're on. I mean, obviously tonight we did not get to see right. really any of the game. But, I mean, even, I don't you know, remember Lenin Sosa got called up from double A. Yeah. And one night we came in after the game and he was actually hitting in the ninth inning on his, in his debut. And, like, we all just huddled around and, and got to watch his at-bat. I mean, it's just to you know, but really don't get to watch too much other than, and and then again when it's on in the clubhouse I'm during when they have a day game we're, you know we're catching snippets of after, while we're trying to do our stuff too you know yeah yeah well I was just saying um, you were talking about getting the doors blown off I forget who it was it was one of I want to say it was um, I want to say it was uh, Lance Lynn, he threw one up and in into a batter, and he spun. Was it was it Lance Lynn that spun, and then he just? Oh yeah, that's his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. But it's like the, the the batter fell. It was such a it was such a horrible freaking swing. Oh, I think I saw that on Pitching Ninja actually. You saw it? It, 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 yeah. it, like, it wasn't whoever it was. He saw he was on Pitching Ninja. Like his his body left him, and like yes. it was a yes. Bohemian Rhapsody. 
That right, right. I guess that kind of feeling would probably just be like, did he just fall? Like, did I just make yeah. him fall? <laughs> that's that that yeah, so. that's a good one too. <laughs> yeah. So I man, I remember I remember a couple months back when we were talking and you told me like, you know, like you think you found a little something and like, you know, you feel like you were kind of turning the corner or whatever. You talked about your early season struggles, but like just to give the listeners a little idea, like I don't think tonight's game's in there, but 64K is in 44 and two thirds in it. Like that's very good K to innings. Pitch ratio. Right. Buddy. Right. Yeah, you're, you're, uh, so you do, you're right. You do like striking them out. No doubt about that. No doubt about I that. I do. I do. All right, man. Well, I just can't, I mean, I can't tell you enough. Thank you enough. You know, whatever. I got a little fun questionnaire stuff we're running through here to the end, if you don't mind or whatever. But like, you know, we don't get a chance to know a lot of the guys, you know, at your guys' level. If we're not streaming and even if we do, it's like a lot of times it's just watching the game. Like there ain't too many interviews right. or anything and stuff. So I'm going to run by some stuff and uh, you can throw some teammates under the bus or have some fun with whatever the case. But who is the best video game player down there in your like little world? Oh, I would, well, I'm guessing he's the best, but he was just my teammate. I actually just got called up, and that's Jason Billis. That man, he plays some video games. I mean, I don't, I haven't played with him. Uh, I haven't actually gotten to even bust out my my PlayStation since I've been here, but uh, he he takes it on the road with him. I mean, he he likes his video games, so I'm going to guess he's probably the best video game player. But he, he likes it. So Billis just got called up. I didn't know that. Yeah, to yeah. AAA. I think he started today, actually, from what, I, what we were talking about uh, at the uh, at the field. I think he got the start today. Or, yeah, they, they had, had a double, double header. Double he header. was supposed to yeah. pitch last night, I think, and they had a double header, so I think he threw right. today. Yeah, yeah. All right. So down there, who's the funniest? Or who thinks they're the funniest? Whichever way you want to go with that, I'll let it go. Who's the funniest? I think... I'd have to go with uh, Ian Dawkins. Uh, he's an outfielder uh, yeah. on our team, and just a, I just one. I've gotten to know him a little more over the past month or so, and he's just. I play, you know, we play some some card games and stuff, and in the clubhouse just for fun, and and he he has some he has some good jokes, and he's just he's got a good, uh, I guess, just sense of humor. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, who's a uh... Who's the best dressed man? Who like comes in in the nines most of the time? Best dressed. Um, I wouldn't say he comes. I wouldn't say it's to the nines, like you know, collared shirt, this and that. But one guy is Caleb Roper. You'll see. He, I mean, he's always got the. He's got a nice beard. He's got a nice fade. He's uh, his shoe game is really good. That would be one thing. Is like the shoe game is is big, and I mean he. Not that he like he's not dressed to the nines in the in the, where he's you know looks super, I guess classy or like has a collared shirt on, but just dresses like with some good swag. I guess swag would be the best way. Sure. You know, drip. Love it. And, <laughs> and so yeah. he, um, yeah, he he definitely has some has some fashion about him. What about just from my personal curiosity, card player, poker player? Who's a, who's a poker player? I am. Who's the best? I don't really know. I don't know if many guys play poker, to be completely honest. What do you guys we, play? Uh, we play like, yeah, we play a card game called Pasoy. Okay. I don't like, that's kind of, it's kind of like a, I don't even like the suit, like 
the diamonds is the best suit or whatever and you kind of just you can play like it kind of has some poker to it almost kind of like um i don't even know what poker that would be but where you can play like you can play a five card hand you can play pairs you can play and you can play single cards and you just kind of play like that so like if i have a full house i play the full house like somebody has to somebody has to beat a better full house or whatever and you you just deal out all you just deal out all the like all the cards and it's like five of us playing four of us I'm so confused with that game. Yeah. yeah, no, it sounds like every street probably worth different points. You try to win whatever street you can win, I'm guessing. Like, you can win the two card street, the five card street. Yeah, it's like that, well, that, that game's confusing me. I'm, coming, I'm not even going to hold you. Really all, you're, really, all you're trying to do is just be the, be the first one to, to get rid of all your cards. Oh, so if I, play like a five, if I play a five card hand and nobody can play on it, then I get to go again. And let's say I play a pair, Let's because you get like 13 cards. So now I've get now I've gotten seven cards out of my hand already, and you're basically uh, just trying to be the first one to get to get the cards out of your hand. I got you. That's it, it, we we play. I, I mean, in the army, you know, Tonk was like the game like that where you gotta get the cards out. But that's a that's a weird game. I gotta check that out. I don't know, man. But as far as like yeah, as far as like poker, Texas Hold'em, I, I don't really. I don't know many guys that play, to be honest. I'm surprised. I'm surprised there's not a little bit of a, a gaming in the clubhouse, to be honest with you. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's different. Yeah, I thought yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure I'm there would be some type of some type of little ring. I don't know. Maybe these guys don't um, don't don't uh, don't want to be messing around with people like you, Eric. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. <laughs> We just don't have that big league money yet. You know what I'm saying? Once right. that happens, then maybe they'll be... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait till they get to the big clubhouse, right? They get to the big clubhouse and some of that might change. Some of that might change. All right, man. Well, I mean, I just want to thank you again. Thanks for coming on. We really all appreciate it, man. And I'll check yeah. in with you next week. But uh, it was fantastic. Yeah, I had a blast. I appreciate y'all having me on. Hey, Taylor. I, I, I just want to say thank you from me. From me. Um, I did have one last question, and uh, before I let you go, and, and uh, before I let Elise say her things to you, um, do you have a particular catcher that you love to, that that who catches you? And is Here it, in in, or, in or, double in, in, Yeah, well, in, in your journey, like, so did you ever catch? Did, did Tyler Osick ever catch you? Uh, he did not. Okay. I don't. I, no, I don't think he did because when I was in Winston. He wasn't catching at the time when I was there. Oh, okay. But, but I mean, here, I, I, here we have, we have, I really enjoy throwing to Ivan Gonzalez and Evan Skaug. Um, I mean, both, like, give me both of them, you know? Both I mean, of them? Yeah. I are mean, you guys just, and. Are you guys using saying? a pitch comp down there? Pitch clock or comp? Pitch comp. Tom? No, no, yeah, no, yeah, but that's that's that's. I did enough. get to try it out though. Um, oh, in um, in spring training, I back like, I backed up a big league game, and guy actually got into the game, um, came in to clean up an inning, and they gave me like the pitch comp thing, put it in my put it in my hat or whatever. It's pretty cool. I remember that, that. Uh, cool. you relieved uh, you relieved the former Cy Young Warder winner. We were talking about that. You took out that was Keiko that game. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool, pretty cool experience. Cause I watched him back in the day with with the Astros. Cause I'm yeah. from Houston. So. You're from Houston, yeah. Of course, yeah. of course. And and they, they just signed. You never told me that part, Eric. Yeah, yeah. He's from. <laughs> he never Texas, told me that Houston. part. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. my bad. Yeah. I just you know, even though we whooped that ass back in 2006. <laughs> um, you know, you guys have had a number ever since, but uh, but no, Taylor. Just I wanted to ask about the catchers because I mean I know how much that connection with pitchers and catchers is pretty big, and I just want to thank you for coming on to coming into the juke joint, man. Like you're our first ga- first guest, and we're gonna frame it as you know you're on the stage tonight, man, and you actually performed and did your thing, and I want to thank you, bro. I really do. Thank you, uh, thank you. Elise. Yeah. You want to say oh. Taylor or say what's up? She, she's yeah. Zone. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks for coming on, Taylor. It's really fun having you. Yeah. I learned a lot. Yep. Yeah, oh. I learned a lot too. Does Eric, does Eric, this is a personal question. Does Eric like kill you with his numbers or does, does he let you just, you know? No, no. Just oh. checks in, says what's up. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah, we don't talk no numbers. We probably text, I don't know, a couple of times a week. Yeah. If I get a chance to watch him, I tell him good outing and see what's going on. And, uh, yeah. yeah. He doesn't tell you about your, your ERA plus and your WRC plus. <laughs> we don't talk about any of that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's good. I'm glad he, yeah. Yeah. he, came, yeah. he, he kills us. We talk, more about, we talk more about like me golfing and gambling and asking if he's golfing. Right. More, of that, more of that type of stuff. Right. Of that I, love good. I, I love the fact that. I enjoy that. that. I don't think we ever. We, well, Eric. Eric told the the, the 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 audience last week how you guys met and what's going on. So I think that's the dopest thing ever, man. I'm glad you. Yeah. Met like it's Eric. been. I'm super thankful for him. I mean, just on this journey with me, basically. You know. Yeah. No, it's awesome, man. Like, I love it. Like the day he got promoted, I knew before anybody. Like my phone went off, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, like I was excited. I was at work, running the company, and I'm just like, what's going on? I'm like, oh man, my man is getting promoted already. Like, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, I'm going to keep rooting for you, but I'll talk to you in a couple of days. I appreciate you. Thank Sounds you. good. Come on. All right, Thank you all for having me. Good night, man. Thank you so much. Thanks, night. Taylor. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, that was super fun to have Taylor. He He's going to – I can tell right now he's going to be one of my favorite people in the world. I like that kid. Man, could you just, like, not feel like he wanted to strike you out? Like, we're not I, even mad, but he want, I feel like he wanted to strike me out, and I'm supposed he, to be his friend. That's <laughs> what I was saying. You can, feel, you can feel his passion. You can feel his energy. Like, you can really tell this kid really loves the game and wants to be one of the best. You can really tell. And I, and I think that's, like, that's pretty freaking amazing. Just the conversation with them, you know, that's just... That's pretty. Thanks, Eric, for even, you know, talking to that young man and being um, responsible for him. And yeah, I mean, you know, you know, Daniel Victor, if you guys don't follow him, he's very involved with minor leaguers, too. And, you know, like he had a little bit to do with me getting involved with Tato. So, you know, shout out to him, too. But like, it's fun, man, because like I want to be a professional ball player. Just was never talented enough, but now I feel like part of me, you know, I got somebody to root for and I get to live the, like he said, we're going through it together. Like when he's in spring training, he's like, I'm working with the double A's to guy. I'm working with the single A's to guy. Like I'm working with the triple A's to guy. Like I got to do this or I get to do that. Like, so like you feel like you're there with him. So it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. So, so, so yeah. So I think that, um, I think that's a good point for us to go ahead and, you know, 
give out our shout outs you know uh, I've, I've the last couple episodes i meant to um give out a couple shout outs um but i'll save mine for last uh at least who you want to shout out before we get up out of here uh shout out to the three kings for uh you know just like being my guys you know letting me be a friend of the show they've really helped me along my like twitter journey i guess that yeah uh, those those guys man shout out yeah uh Devori, uh dan will we appreciate you uh eric yeah man i mean i'm just gonna go you know just a couple you know couple of the uh regulars in the uh spaces like the baseball intelligent conversation is so great in there or whatever and being able to express opinions and talk about stats and how they work and how this stuff works and it's other conversation but like you know having asinine and justin and ian who now has been like a regular participation junior like some of them guys that are in there and like asking questions and learning and pushing and like bringing back stuff like it's fantastic so i mean i look forward to every night you know talking stats and games with them and uh they really uh they made the white Sox season better so i appreciate it yeah and for me um i just want to shout out a couple people that for me um behind the scenes are just like really important people to me um there, there, there's some brothers out there that they know who they are, and I'm gonna say a couple names, but there's, you know, there, there's some things that I have um, that I, I'm trying to get some things going, get some things off the ground, but I need support from some brothers. So, shout out to C Dub, uh, shout out to Malcolm, um, shout out to Jonathan, uh, shout out to uh, uh, Hayes. Shout out to Mac. Uh, I already shout out um, Vori and Will and Dan. So you know, it's a, it's a, it's some uh, shout out to KG. So a lot of guys, man. If y'all if y'all if I miss somebody, uh, shout out to A Dub and Prez, y'all too. Um, so this thing about it is that uh, there's some there's some support that I that I can get from my brothers and they come through for me they call me we talk I call them they'll listen so uh I'm not the, I'm I I, 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 I I call myself strong but sometimes I get a little weak too and I need somebody to lean on and I got people I can lean on so that's awesome man. that's the awesome. best part of it so that's uh, cool. and shout out to the fucking scumbags all of you especially cool uh, I'm, yeah. sorry, I'm sorry I had to jump on you a little bit today, but we'll talk about it when there the next time. Um, but it's all yeah, up. I, mean, so. I think you're right, Ray. It's cool. Like when I announced that you know we're working on my page the other day, I couldn't believe the amount of people that reached out and said congratulations, good luck. I mean, we're talking about people that have podcasts, you know, uh, other people that you know whatever the deal. They're all like, let me know if you need anything, like. So everybody that thinks that Twitter is like this dark hole that's all evil or whatever, it's not, man. These people I've never even met are wishing me good luck, you know, or whatever, and like letting me know I can call them and ask for anything. So I appreciate it too, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's genuine. It's when you find a genuine group and we have. It, it's, yeah. it's all love. And and, and and then lastly, before I get out of here, I would, be, I would be remiss if I didn't shout out my wife, who has just been so supportive 
of everything that I'm doing. And she has just been my queen. So shout out to her. Of course, of course. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to you guys. Especially when you were late getting her from the airport, we tried to warn you. Right. We tried to warn you. <laughs> he could have <laughs> sure did. I, what was she doing? The, Please, this, we told him to leave. We said just I leave. Know. Don't make him wait there. There was there was no reason for me to leave. Like whole time, like there was no like there was no reason for me to leave because but we told I, there was you to no, leave though. I did, and I was going to leave, but listen, whole, the, 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 the whole time, the flight came in 45 minutes early. Like, who and then your that? queen had to wait. That's why you had to leave. That's why you could have been there. I just didn't want to get on the expressway at that time. The e-way would have been. That's, like, that's it was, why you go a, early. I, I couldn't do it. Know. I just, I can't do it. Like, you tell me a time, I, I back, I black, I backtrack, I back, uh, um, I plan backwards. And I figure out the time for me to leave, which is more optimal for me. I can't, I just don't, I don't like it. And I gotta get on the on the tollway and it's just like, nah, I'm cool, man. Like, nah. But I I, I wish I would have listened and left out of there early. But at the same time, she she understood what it was, and you know, it's all she's shout out to you guys. But I mean, you know, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start listening to y'all more. You, know, you should. I said, logistically, you know, maybe I'll just, you know, say, get off the space. And I'm like, I don't want to go. He'd be like, you know, and then, and then, you know, you kick me out or something. <laughs> just like, mute your mic and kick you out. But yeah, no, shout out to you guys but tonight was, for doing this. It was fun. You yeah. guys are like, like, that I guess special, my rocks. Man. It felt different, right? Like to have mm-hmm. the guy living the life, that was cool. That was great. Yeah, this was, this was good. This was fun. This was fun. And, and shout out to Taylor. He was. He yeah, was shout out to Taylor. Thanks for coming on. I mean, to take your time after pitching tonight. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that was after fun. Awesome job. Buddy. Awesome job. All right, guys. Uh, with that, we're going to shut the lights off. Last call was about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? It was no. close. It's close to actually his last call. Yeah, yeah, last call. Last call was like 10 minutes ago. So with that, we're going to say goodbye. Later.